Yo. Yo. Yeah, yeah, yo. Can y'all hear me? Broadcasting live from the Method Made Design Lab. Greetings, and thank you for joining us for this episode of the Method Makers Podcast. In this episode, we'll be taking a journey into the Pipe City dreams of one of the Bay Area's sickest artists, sicker than COVID-19, sicker than death by coronavirus, sicker than your favorite artist's favorite artist, OG, Big Rig Trucker, Style Biters Beware, Method Maker, and one of the Nosebleed Crew's finest, Mr. TK All Days. We'll be diving deep into what it's like to create art as an anonymous artist, his background creating music in his early years, his childhood growing up in Pipe City, how this shows up in his work, his family struggles with battling hard times. Fast forward today, what it's like to be a big rig trucker, the effects of COVID-19 and business and overcoming these challenges. We'll also be talking about how he stays creative, pushes the envelope forward, for the creators and generations to come, what to do to stay creative. So without further ado, father, artist, good dad, better husband, creator extraordinaire, TK all days. Stuff creatively, right? We'll, we'll get started there. I think uh, I saw on your on your Instagram you were working on uh, a commission for a, a local business, yeah? Yeah, yeah, that's for um, a friend's boba shop. We just, you know, uh, he asked me to do some paint and stuff. Um, and so, you know, it's good. I'm just still learning that. And then, uh, you know, trying to trying to get good with different things. I'm usually doing stuff on paper. So now I'm going to try to uh, bring paper onto the wall. So, yeah. yeah. I've seen some of your, We, I mean, we've been out on a few adventures before. Like I've seen... Uh, I think you and the homie V were, were uh, painting something, you know, I, this is years ago. I think the homie V and you were, were out painting um, in a, a friend's garage. And then I've seen you like do some commission work for other businesses. There was like a, a Bob, was it a Bob Marley piece that I remember seeing? Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. That was at a, at a friend's spot. So. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. did that. That was, that was the actually, first wall with uh d and um yeah that was cool that was fun good times yeah and then i remember um your son uh and the homie v was telling me about this you guys went out to oakland at one point um was it after a show or something and and there was like this abandoned was it abandoned spot or something you guys were were catching tags and uh it was fun. It was like a, like a, a family affair or something he was saying. Yeah. Yeah. That was like under, uh, man, somewhere in Oakland, like under like an overpass and it would just, okay. it was like a little, a little door we went in through and then it was <laughs> just, just full of art. It was just a different, uh, you know, atmosphere over there. It was pretty cool though. Yeah. Yeah. So. Just, you know, <laughs> shout out to the method makers, uh, the method yeah. makers, uh, method makers family for um, connecting us, first of all. I know you've been doing some work with them for, for a few years now, and uh, we're obviously blessed to have the affiliation um, helping run this Method Makers podcast and, uh, mm -hmm. and being part of this group. So let's get into it. <clears throat> um, we'll talk a little bit about 
you know, your creative process. I know um, you've been sketching for years and you've done a lot of different uh, creative shit. Like, um, you know, I, I don't think I've heard any of your albums, but um, you, you were doing music for a little bit. Uh, can you talk a little bit about you know, music like the Method Makers has uh, their their thing called Method Makers Music, and I'm you know I'm I'm in meetings constantly with the team, and and they're talking about an expansion for that. But uh, I mean, this is about you though. We will talk about your career in music uh, and how that might have transitioned into illustration or vice versa. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I was uh, man. I was like about twenty years ago. It was just oh wow. Um, you know, something that we were, you know, being a bunch of homies was just in the garage, you know, drinking and, you know, it was living in a dope era. We just, uh, you know, we just like to freestyle and just, you know, mess around. Yeah. And, um, you know, some of the, some of the guys was like, Hey man, let's go take it to another level. I know this guy that has a studio. Um, you know, I know, I know this other guy had, that can make beats and everything. So we just put those, those things together, kind of mixed it up and, um, you know, actually, did some recording and actually did like a, uh, you know, like a, uh, maybe an LP album. Um, just me and like two, you know, with some guests, you know, people, but we were, we were like, you know, underground. So it wasn't, you know, nothing big. We did a couple of shows um, just to kind of, you know, feel things out. We did one in um, San Francisco for um, a lawyer's daughter birthday party. Um, we did we did a couple in Hawaii too, out there in Oahu. That's dope. So that was yeah. But you gotta take this don't take this lightly because twenty years ago for the millennials that are out there listening to this, you know, or or Generation X, I don't know what you'd call them now, but twenty years ago was not easy, not as easy to make a beat as it is today. Like we're not talking about one minute beats. We're talking about you got to get into the studio. You got to get your mixer. You got to get all your shit set up uh, in order for, for something to happen. It's not like beats just come out on the fly. Like you guys are actually making yeah. some original shit. You got to get into an actual studio. You know, we're not talking about like opening up your laptop and then plugging in, you know, iPhone headphones and, and recording some shit. Like we're talking about you actually have to get down. And there's this like pre social media era so if you're trying to promote and make your shit like so it's, it's a lot more respect that i have for for folks that came up in our generation uh that actually made a name for themselves you know shout out to all the bay area rappers that that have maintained and and remained uh to the top of their game like, yeah. like e40 you know what i'm saying yep. like independent independent yep. yep independently and didn't it's, have to you know it's a grind man it's a grind yeah, a lot, a lot of different instruments were, um, you know, put into place. And, man, we were still using DAT tapes back then, you know, DATs, but. Crazy. <laughs> keyboard, Talk about, everything. <laughs> Talk about DATs, like, like educate some of these folks. What's, what's a DAT? Uh, you know, shit, I think it was like a cassette. I don't know. It was like, it looked like a cassette. Okay. Like old school. It wasn't, it wasn't a disc or anything, but that's something that we would record the beats on and, um, you know, just throw it on there and then we'd have to throw it in the machine and then just, you know, and then flow to that. But it was, uh, yeah, definitely different than just having something downloaded on the computer or anything. Yeah, yeah. So every studio we went to, we'd put the beats on that and we'd have to carry it with us, you know, throw it in their machine. And then- uh, You're literally laying you know, down and then tracks. Just go from there. Yep, 
like literally yeah, laying yeah, down we had tracks. Live, yeah, and we, we had some people come in, you know, doing live guitar, it just, you know, nothing like live music. So, you know, yeah. that was that was one thing that was pretty cool. Yeah, man, I would say. Yeah, but. The, the revival of that, like, if you have that, that somewhere in your archive, like I'm a, I'm, when it comes to like creativity, I'm a historian of that shit. Like if you look at any of the shit I've, I've worked on the past two decades, I have most of it. I actually have the earliest creative thing I have, like an actual piece. There's this, this uh, diorama from fourth grade and it's, it's got the peace right. sign and it's made with like fish, you know, the, the shit that's at the bottom of the, uh, the fish tank, like it's glued and shit. Like right, I'll, right. I'll, I'll post the photo onto Method Made Design Lab um, on our Instagram at some point. Cause you know, the mission for world peace, like that's something that's really like important to me, like at the heart, I cuss and shit and I say fuck bitch mm -hmm. and pussy ho and shit like that. But like, I really do care about world peace. Um, but anyway, right. um, I just, I just cuss to like make people feel like it's okay to talk about world peace and say the word fuck. <laughs> I try. I try not to say pussy too, but you in know, a, I say pussy anyway. A, <laughs> but it's in the, but it's in a peaceful way, you know. <laughs> I mean, I know it's a lot of people can relate. Shoot, I, I hang out with with truck drivers and you know and you know, just different people. So it's you know, you, it just, <laughs> it's there. Yeah. It's like regular talk, you know. Exactly. Just, you know, exactly. we talk shit, whatever, cussing. Yep. You know, the kids, try to refrain from that. <laughs> That's right. If you're not 18 yet, you can't say yeah. that. Jesse, if you're listening to yeah. this and you're 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 not 18 yet, just remember, Daddy's an adult and he can say these things, okay? And Uncle TK is <laughs> an adult; he can say those things. <clears throat> so yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I guess talk it's, a little. Go ahead. What were you saying? Uh, yeah, man. The, yeah, world peace is uh, definitely you know is is a positive thing. We should keep that rolling. Um, yeah. You know, world peace, uh, homelessness. Uh, just trying to get, you know, get back on your feet, you know, after this COVID-19 thing. I know a lot of people lost their jobs. So, yeah, um, it's, you know, just to maintain that positivity and just, uh, you know, get on, get back on the grind. And hopefully, you know, slowly we can do that, you know, through this government. Yeah. So, yeah. So um, I was going to talk, a I'm going to jump around to a few topics, but. Um, okay. You and I had talked, God, I think it was like a year ago or something. And uh, the method makers were trying to start more of their social change initiative. And then when we formed together, it really came to life. And um, I had told you about a personal story of mine that I'm still waiting to talk about uh, publicly. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. um, you shared with me something very deep and personal. And if you decide that you don't want to share this, totally up to you. But um, known you for a really long time and I had no idea that at one point your your family had to live in the car for a little bit and yeah um, we were yeah can you talk about that like what's what was that like and you know speak on the experience yeah, yeah back in the um maybe like the mid 1990s uh yeah my, my pops had left for a little bit um and uh yeah, we ended up, I was, I was still, you know, I was like 17 years old, you know, and I didn't have no job. I was doing my own thing, uh, you know, running around and stuff, just, just being a teenager. Yeah. And, um, 
you know, I didn't, I didn't really realize till later that, um, you know, the rent wasn't being paid, you know, cause my mom couldn't uh, hold the job. So, you know, we lost the apartment and, you know, two others, I got two other sisters. So, um, um, you know, when we lost that, we were just kind of like, shit, what are we going to do? And, you know, we had three months, got the eviction notice and, uh, we had to leave with what we had, you know, the more important stuff. So, yeah. And I was, I was the only one with the car. Um, yeah. So we put a lot of that, you know, we were, we probably out for like maybe two or three weeks until we got on our feet. So, you know, we had stuff, you know, we lived in the car for a little bit and then, uh, you know, we had to, had to find a hotel for them and, you know, just, just pay, you know, for that for at least two or three weeks until, you know, the government stuff kicked in. So, you know, it was, it was tough. Um, you know, it was, uh, definitely a shock and a, and an eye opener, you know, to, you know, try to get through that. So, I mean, if you are in that position, cause I know a lot of people are, you know, losing jobs, you just can't give up. You gotta keep, keep rolling, kind of, you know, keep your uh, head up and just, uh, you know, just keep struggling, you know, I wouldn't say struggle, but just get to where you want to be, um, you know, set a goal for yourself, man. You don't want to be, you know, living on the street. It's, it's not, you know, it's not the way. So, um, luckily, you know, I have friends that, that would help me out and stuff and, um, some things, you know, just to, just to do good, you have to do some bad. I don't, you know, I don't condone it, but you know, you gotta do what you gotta do to, you know, stay on your feet. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, man. I but mean, you know, we're in a better place now. So. Yeah. Well, what's that, what's that, uh, that experience taught you and, and how does that incorporate into the work that you do today? Um, you know what, the work that I do today kind of, I guess when I'm sketching and drawing, it kind of puts me in a meditation mode. Like, you yeah. know, you know, to be thankful of what, you know, what you got, you know, what's, what's your next, what's your next, uh, you know, what's, what you're going to do next. Um, you know, kind of just think about stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else can I say? Like, it's just a flow, you know, just like some of these things, you know, things that I draw, it just, it just kind of flows out. It's kind of yeah. like this little sketch that we did earlier. Yeah. Um, I love that. You shit, know, that man. is kind of like from, yeah, right on bro. It's kind of like a, it's a, it's something that came from back in the days when I was, you know, like 11, 12 years old, back in the eighties, I used to watch this show called, um, <clears throat> secret city <clears throat> adventures. And, um, this guy named his gentleman named Mark Kistler. He's, he was, uh, he taught about, he taught kids how to draw in 3d, okay. you know, a lot of like, uh, like secret oh, city, just like a city. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's where a lot of that comes from. And, uh, just working, I used to work in oil refineries. Um, okay. so a lot of this pipe city work that you, you see yeah. drawing is, um, it's kind of like, it's a mix of both worlds, you know, oil refinery stuff and, uh, secret city. So it's, to me, th it's a flow that I can incorporate into like animals or um, spiders, bees, yeah. you know, little, little nature, nature things that I, that I like to see, you know, as, yeah. as a kid, yeah. I guess I'm still, I'm still a kid, you know, like a bigger kid. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but to me, it's, it's, it's like, it's like a flow. Yeah. yeah we don't, I don't want to grow up shit. But yeah. To me, it's a flow that, um, 
you know, goes in different directions. You know, you, you can be a person that's combustible. You know, you could be a person that is, uh, you know, real mellow and just chill. You know, just different people out there. And this is kind of that flow is what, um, I don't know what the analogy is, kind of something that I can um, well, the imagery relate show, to, I guess. It, it shows up in your work, though. Yeah, like for sure. Like I see, yeah. like you're talking about Pipe City, you know, we've, we have, we own, we own some of your work. You have a beautiful brown lacquered board. Um, it's got some of those flows in it. And you talk about Pipe City. I saw this amazing painting that um, that's, well, we actually have it here in the studio that has the, um, an actual Pipe City that you actually, you actually handed to us. And thank you for that. It's graciously sitting uh, in our studio still hung up on the wall. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing, man. Like the, the stuff that comes out of it. And the thing that we're always interested in is to learn more about your creativity, where it comes from. And we see that like the influences of, of the things around you that show up in your work. And it's a beautiful thing. And I think um, when you talk about the whole child thing or like, you know, the connection to your youth, uh when oh, we gotta get it we gotta get i'll say this here on record we gotta get a session with you and and earwig or ecos um on one of these virtual sessions and just see what kind of shit you guys come up with it might even oh, be yeah. cool it, it might even be cool to just have like these virtual sessions like in fact oh shit so remy and i we there was a an office depot that is going uh -huh. out of business uh, that we just just happened to be at. We were in Santa Clara. I forget what we were doing, but um, we were driving by. Oh, we had to get dog food because because Whisket needs this medicated food. We drove by, and then I was like, "Oh shit, forty percent off of like up to forty percent off everything going out of business. This location only." So of course, like right, you wouldn't right. you wouldn't have known if you were not just driving by, right? So we walk in, and then Remy, she just loves office supplies, like geeks out on office supplies, and me right, as a kid. Right. Growing up, dude, I loved going to the fucking art store or going to like, like my mom would go to like an Office Depot kind of place and I'd be uh -huh. like geeking out. I just, you open up pens, you start writing shit and like, you know, you're looking yeah. for paper, you know what I mean? Like, I think a lot of us that, that are in the, in this field, like, like doing this shit, like as kids, I think that's why we stay doing the art that we do. Um, and shout out to Ecos. Him and I, we vibe on like the fucking He-Man shit like transformers we talk about like, yeah you know robotech and shit like that and, oh yeah um, old school old school shit right like um yeah that's the connection right like we we talked about you know i professionally had to work a nine to five and then keep my creativity going but on the side like for the last two decades that's the shit that i was doing i was just you know every day uh had to grind like like you got a you got a day job too Right, you, right, you're, right. You're, a tr you're a trucker, right? And mm -hmm. you're still making amazing work. We, we got to make it, you know, we, like for people who feel like school is a waste of time or feel like, ah, this day job, whatever, like I, I'm, I'm going to focus on my shit. You know, two sides of the coin. Like, uh, yeah, exactly. You know, like, like, um, so don't knock the hustle is what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, like I've hustled my nine to five for, for more than two decades to get to where I'm at. And this is where it's taken me. And, and mm -hmm. look who, look who, who we're working with now. You know what I'm saying? And right. like, like the work that you're doing, 
you start with music or maybe you were illustrating as a as a younger child also and I know you were creative before I think like we must have talked about something like this we were talking I mean we're talking about early influences now but, but anyway uh what I'm trying to say is like this connection to our childhood you know when we talk about comic books illustration uh when we talk about culture references of where we grew up and the shit that we were right. watching shit that we were into a lot of us yeah. have very similar things because we grew up in the same era right and it's no right. that we're all doing method made design lab shit because like we all come together like like here i'm, I'm gonna fucking use riza's wu-tang line we form we form like voltron and make this shit happen right 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 <laughs> you know so like and i i tell i tell uh ecos like yo i'm professor x i'm just looking for wolverine you know what i mean like <laughs> like like you might be cyclops and then he might be gambit you know what i mean like there you, you go decide which which x-men you want to be you know and and it can even expand to x-factor x-force the new mutants like we talk about the entire universe of, of marvel and if i'm professor yeah, x with the, with the headphones on I, like one podcast at a time we're gonna find the we're gonna find the crew you know what i mean like we're trying to build this global organization of method makers aka yeah, x-men yeah. aka you know the new where's where my mutants at where my mutants at <laughs> there you go man you, you see all the mutants popping up on your gps right <laughs> that's right gps could be ig <laughs> we got to keep there our ear go. to the street ear to the internet <laughs> there it is yep so yeah, that's um, cool <clears throat> but yeah man so i i'm i'm blessed to to call you part of the design lab to to you know and i know that yeah, yeah. that uh the method makers are blessed to have you part of their group yeah, you it's know, an honor to be here you know? yeah man and I, you guys I, are actually a big influence too you know with going to the my, that first um slap off slap off lips uh, show yeah that that would kind of open my eyes and just you know put that pen back in my hands and you know and started doing all this so that was a big, you know, spark in, in what I do now. So that was a night yeah. owl show, right? In Oakland? Yeah, yeah, that was. That was a night owl show. Yep. Shout out to yeah, Night I, Owl. Shout yep, out to Night Shout Owl. out to you, man. Yeah. Yeah, got to meet you too, man. So that was that was cool. I don't know if you remember me, but <laughs> <laughs> one of these days we'll probably meet again. Yeah. yeah. We'll get we'll have to get a sketch session. We'll have him on the show and, and we'll do yeah. a, we'll do a virtual something. It'll be cool. Yeah, I met a lot of people out there actually. It was it was it was a cool thing. So basically a Dodie was out there um yeah and he's yeah, in the show guys too on show. yeah yeah that's cool man big yeah. influence he's a big yep. influence yep and we're all about bringing communities together bringing old new experienced you know like i i like seeing because i feel like if you if you kick it with people who are better and more advanced than you you're gonna get better too you know what i mean like it's yeah, about true. and i'm looking for we're, you know, we're looking for method makers. We're looking for method makers to, to be part of the design lab so that we can actually have, you know, folks that are um, willing to teach, you know, because these people who are at the top of their game realize that it's not about competition. It's about changing the world together, you know, through creativity. And I feel like right. you stay connected to that message and that methodology that's, that's going to help change a lot of shit for people, you know? Yeah, so. definitely. Most definitely. And you're a product of that, like like you're saying, like, you know, a lot of these these creative influences, the the things that that inspired you to do what you're doing today. I mean, you're a product of that, and your experience shows. I mean, fuck, dude. Like, I remember when you started your Instagram account, and I was like, oh shit, it's about to go down. And then you know, three years later, it's like, 
fuck, dude, this dude's making some sick fucking shit. And I'm not even like, I say this shit a lot, not just trying to butter your bread, but yo, your fucking bread is dripping with butter. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> this is like oh damn there's too much cholesterol in this shit oh we gotta go to the doctor i need hey, some medicine <laughs> yeah arteries are, i'm gonna have a heart attack this shit's too sick <laughs> uh, medication need medication, need some nah, medication. I mean, <laughs> uh, that's hella funny man but you know it, it just i mean for anybody else that's uh you know got a passion for drawing and art and stuff just keep at it I mean, you get better. It's you know, you find your own, yep. your own uh, uh, flow to it, and um, you know, that's what people recognize. Just like other artists, you know, they have their own. They got their style, and everybody knows it. You know, like that's oh yeah, that's Gats, or that's you know, that's Doty. I know him. You know, I know his artwork. Yeah. But you know, that's what I'm still trying to figure out. But I like a lot of shit, so yep. you know, I like to to um, you know do portraits. You know, the the Pipe City thing. I'm still. You know, I like to do everything. I like to experiment, so. Yeah. Yeah, for real. No, I think, uh, it's, yeah, man, it's, it's definitely about, I call it like a collective consciousness. Like we're all kind of on different forms of creativity, but we come together with like this, like this very conscious message of what we're trying to convey. And it's not right. ego. It's not, it's not like, um, my shit's better than yours kind of thing. Like I'm better than you or whatever. It's just like, I'm in the lab creating and I want to share it with the world. And if you're down with it, right. love our shit. And if you're not, you can move on to the next thing, but we're going to try and find others that are into the same thing and expand right. our, our universe that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Puts, you know, make the world beautiful, man. Just yep. do some shit, you know, just uh, yep. collaborate, create, you know, yep. just do, just do it, man. Yep exactly no. yeah that's that's why like i feel like you know we talk about the the freedom of creative expression you know and mm -hmm. um some people will call it vandalism we call it graffiti and you know the way that we see graffiti the places that it shows up man it's like in the in the most rural parts of the world um west oakland for example like residents of west oakland right. you might not see somebody how, how many people in West Oakland you think would would pay money to go into the, the Museum of Modern Art, you know, or even think about that or make a trip out to the city just to do that, you know, if they're not hustling and uh -huh. trying to work. Like some people working two and three jobs don't have time for shit like that. And so the only way right. that they can actually see art is in their city. And so it could be a beautiful, mm -hmm. you know, mural that no one commissioned. It could be some graffiti. It could be even just a tag that says, hey, I was here. You know what I mean? And Right. That's, a, that's a reminder that that there is real shit happening in the city and you don't have to be rich to be my girl. Uh, sorry, I was using a, a Prince line. It just came to my head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. hey, Prince got some good music, though. That's, that's true. That's true. Maybe we'll play it at the next guest session. Uh, there you but, go. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like... <laughs> But I'm saying like, you know, like, like in the rural parts of just, let's talk, just talk about the U.S., you know, like, like in, in the really harsh parts, harsh neighborhoods, like where they don't have the time or ability to do that. Like graffiti is their, mm -hmm. their, their gallery, you know, and yep. uh, the artists that represent those neighborhoods, you know, they're, 
they're providing beauty in a space where the city ain't going to spend money on that shit. The, the city right. spends money to clean that shit up. Why are they cleaning that shit up? Why don't they just hit up the design lab and then have one of the artists that can actually beautify the space, the money that they're paying to buff these, these tags and murals that people are painting for free. Like they should be paying organizations like design lab. You know what I mean? And that's, mm-hmm. that's why we, we've formed this group because we believe that we can beautify the city. Like, so you don't have to pay money to buff it. You're talking about city tax dollars and you're trying to fight graffiti. It's like, what are you fighting? You know, you're fighting, you're fighting the, the creativity that God's given to one of its children, one of its artists, when, you know, cause, cause money is energy, right? Like you put your mm-hmm. money into something, whether it's like fixing up a car, whether it's clothing, whether it's food on the table, like you need money to survive. But if money is right. energy, you're putting energy into like ending creativity and that's not cool, you know? So I, I understand like, you know, a shop owner says, nah, they're tagging up my business and this and that. Like, yeah, of course. Like, you know, it's, it's a give and take. We're not on, on both sides. We're not on the side of the coin where it's like, we think you should, people should destroy property. However, we are on the side of is like, you live in a city where the city don't give a fuck about you. And it's very, it's, it's, it's apparent to see. And yet there's garbage all over the floor. There's so many homeless people. And it's like, like who, mm-hmm. who's the who's the city really helping? Like you got money to fucking paint the, the buff on the on the wall, like buff graffiti on the wall, but you ain't got money to help feed the homeless that, that got like social economic problems that, probably suffering from dementia. They're on drugs and, yeah, you know, they, they need a lot of help. You know, and so that's why social change yeah. is a is a a big thing for for the design lab and, you know, the the, freedom of creative expression. We mm-hmm. talk about that because, you know. We, we recognize that like one person's art form is not going to be the same as everybody else. Right. Like, you know, one person might sing, another person might sketch, another person might do graffiti. And I put those in categories because, you know, like people have a different thrill. Some people want to be like a, a museum artist and I'm, I'm not knocking right. anybody on that. Some people want to, you know, some people want to want to be a culinary specialist. I'm not knocking you on that. Some people want to do porn. I'm not knocking you on that. As long as you're not hurting yeah. anybody, as long as you ain't got AIDS, you know, as long as right. you ain't got no STDs, like, you know, be mindful of, you know, what you're doing. Um, yeah, true. Don't talk to my family. Uh, but, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we have a joke about Ron Jeremy being your father. You texted me that. I'm like, nah, Peter North is your dad. Huh? So. <laughs> 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 Shout out to Peter North. Yeah. I know. Uh, there you go. We, we don't know what you do, but. Uh, we heard about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we we uh, you know, before we wrap up, I want to make sure that we we get some time in about you know talking a little bit about your work, um, and also talking a little bit about what you've seen out there in the world because you're out there in the world more than most people. You're you're actually out there driving your rig and. Uh, you're seeing people, businesses, like what's it, what's Mm -hmm. it been like, you know, like, um, have businesses been struggling? Have you been more busy? Like what's, what's it been like? You can talk about your day job and then maybe how it relates to the show. Well, um, shoot, Uh, my job, I I just, I do delivery. So everybody's ordering online and, uh, I mean, I'm not going to say the company or anything like that. Cause yeah. 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 But, uh, 
yeah i mean i see i see a lot more um you know business coming through uh people ordering online uh yeah. some of these some of these items we can't um you know we can't deliver that day because you know the trucks are just full so yeah. but i mean even with uh social distancing you know some places they want to leave it outside yeah um you know then they'll bring it in later or you know they don't want us going through the whole the back of the building they just want us to you know maybe deliver it to, to right next to the front door yeah um you know some people are just real you know paranoid which i can understand yeah you know they don't want to get sick I, you know i don't want to get sick either because i'm i'll be out of a job you know and you know yeah. bad health so yeah um you know just trying to keep that distance but at the same time you know maintain and, and do that job you know yeah what i'm supposed to do you know yeah um just driving around i see a lot of uh different you know different places um you know a lot of a lot of places that used to be you know kind of nice and real cool i mean this like i see you know homeless out there now um you know maybe because people you know lose their jobs like in like say for an example santa rosa there's a place out there on on highway 12 where i've seen a lot of um you know a lot of tents and just people that lost their homes from that fire you know a while back so um, the hotels piled up and, you know, they were, you know, being um, moved over to a different city, you know, with porta potties and everything out there. So that was, you know, that, that was a trip to see that and just, you know, you just want to help, but you, you know, you can't, do, you can't help everybody, you know, you just, yeah. what you could do, you know, maybe talk to these people, you know, maybe try to um, enlighten them or, you know, make them laugh, you know, just something to get them through the day. Yeah. Cause you know, it's just, Sometimes, you know, you got to take it one day at a time and just um, figure things out, you know. Yeah. But uh, going there, you know, going, rolling through there recently looks like, you know, they might have um, gotten the help because it's, you know, nice and clean now. Okay. But even like sometimes I'm in Stockton, I see that, you know, like downtown Stockton's that area too is, um, you know, pretty, uh, pretty rough out there. But I, I believe it's probably been like that for a while. So, yeah, you know, the city got to put some money into this, to, you know, those kind of things and, you know, get some help for these people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, some homes and, you know, food or what or whatnot. Yeah. What's up, homes? So, um, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I hear you. And I think that it, it, it makes it worse and more difficult. I mean, this period of time is just crazy man um i was listening to i can't remember what, what podcast it was but someone was saying they call 2020 the year that you got your vision back because not only is it 2020 vision but it's also the time that you shape your new vision and you use that period of time to decide where you want to be are you going to change the way that you see things maybe that's what the phrase was it was like I'm using 2020 to change the way that I see shit. And it's like, as a society and as like the United States in general, like there's a lot of fucked up shit. You can make a fucking list of all the fucked up shit. Like if Guinness Book of World Records had a record for the world's worst year, 2020 would probably oh, yeah. be like, like up there, right? Like, oh yeah, definitely. Got a pandemic, you got a fucking president, you got a fucking Black Lives Matter movement. You got like, just name like fires in California. Fires. Yeah. Like how many fucking people, how many famous people that like really mattered fucking died? You know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah, man, that's the trip. You know what I mean? Like, anyway, I don't want to like start talking about all that shit. I mean, this, so we talk about 2020 and you know, how, how do we make a difference? Like, I'm happy to say that in, in one of the world's worst periods of time in our history, in modern history, we started design lab to create world peace. You know what I mean? Like we, we yeah. try to make a difference by using creativity to show people what we do. And you're, you're part of that journey, you know? So, um, might sound like a righteous cause, but I'm just happy and thankful that you're here, man. And yeah, good means, to be here, man. Thank you. Yeah, it, it means a lot, honestly, to like, yeah. not just myself and Remy, uh, but also to everybody that, uh, is listening. I'm sure like, this is a, it's an honor to, to continue to do this work, you know? And, um, our hope is that the folks listening out there will help us spread the message um because it's important you know i think with with the way that the world is right now you know let people know about the method makers podcast let people know about tk's work and uh you know we humbly ask that you um you share this with with everybody that you know anyone that you think would resonate with it um and uh you know it's it's just important to us so <clears throat> yeah and um well shoot thanks for being the glue you know, keeping all these, you know, getting, getting all these artists together and just, uh, you know, making things stick, you know, and, yeah. and um, just getting, you know, getting this thing started. Yeah. So it's, well, yeah. you know, making things stick. That's what she always said. And uh, that's what I like to do. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, but, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's only 8.19 in the morning. Uh, early enough to make really bad dad jokes. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we in the lab. We're wrapping it up. TK, is there anything you want to say to the youth of today? Anything you want to say to um, anyone out there trying to make art? Uh, anybody that, you know what I'm saying, might want to um, get into what you're doing right now? You got a you got a story about, I would say, because you've been hustling for a long time, right? Like like you you've been on your your daily grind and you're making it work, not just as an artist but as someone who's full time. You're a father, um, mm. you're a husband. Uh, you know, we know a lot about each other because we spent a lot of time. So, um, so what do you, what do you got to say to anybody that's that's trying to make it as an artist and, you know, maybe maybe thinking. <clears throat> you know, thinking twice about doing it full-time or, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, just like you said earlier, you know, just, just like that penny in your pocket, you got two sides, you like the coin, you gotta, you gotta, you know, for me, I'm balancing a full-time job and then, um, you know, being a father, husband, uh, paying the bills. And then at the other side, you know, the creative side is, um, you know, doing what I do and, uh, you know, sharing it with the world and, um, you know, just keep at it. It's, it's, uh, some a balance that you have to, uh, practice yep. and, um, kind of learn on, um, and, um, you know, for the young folks that's, um, you know, really into art, just keep doing what you're doing, practice, uh, learn, create, you know, keep your mind open and, um, you know, get into, you know, just look at everything around you. I mean, that's, I like to draw a different thing, you know, different shit. So 
every day, you know, I'm in, you know, when I'm out, kind of different things inspire me. So, you know, Ron Jeremy. (laughs) 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 This eggplant is for you, Ron Jeremy. (laughs) 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 But yeah, man, just, you know. You know, just keep whatever you you do, and even if it's not art, you know, going to school or whatnot, just you know, stay stay focused and uh, you know, do your thing. Yeah, no, that's a good message. I think that. Yeah. Also, remembering that this shit takes time, man. Like you're looking at. Two, oh yeah. Two individuals that have, you know, we won't share our ages, but we're definitely um, above the age of thirty nine, and definitely have been hustling for a long time. Uh, to, to focus on our creativity and uh and i would say like the youth of today man they they have it better than we did they got social media man like you can you have a direct yeah. channel to like your your influences like if you wanted to hit up whoever and if they have social media you could send a message like you don't even have to send an email you mm-hmm. could like just ig message dave Chappelle and say yo I love your shit. I want to work on a project. And it might not be him that's answering you. It might be like his assistant or something, but that message will be right. read by somebody, you know? And if they want to respond yeah. or not, it's up to them. But, you know, you can, you can learn about everyone's world by just going on social media. That's the beauty of it. It's a, it's a gift and a curse. Some people, it's like, it can be an addiction because you're just like on that shit forever. And like, you, you, you ain't paying bills, you ain't your job or whatever. But if you can use it right. effectively, you will be networking, you will be commenting, you will be liking, you will be resharing photos, you will be getting inspired, you will be motivated to do more of your shit. You'll be out there to propel and, and maximize your potential as a creative individual. Um, and I feel like that's what all of us are doing. Like all the method makers, right. all, all the, the artists in the design lab, we're all doing that. And that's why we have secret groups. Um, that's why we we go on the adventures that we go on. That's why we collaborate with the method makers. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, thank you for that advice. And uh, on that note, right on. on that note, uh, we're going to wrap up. Thank you, TK, for taking the time to be with us today. Um, shout out to you and uh, your hustle, your grind, uh, everything that you've, you've shared with us today. We really appreciate you and humbled, humbled. Yeah, humbled man. Yeah, likewise. Yeah. Likewise, brother. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll catch you. That's all right. right. Thank you, man. Thank you. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for listening to this edition of the Method Makers podcast. Be sure to check out themethodmakers.com to learn more about all the artists that we support. Check out all the additional links below to dive deeper into the projects the artist is currently working on. Remember to subscribe to our podcast for your constant dose of the Method Makers. Courtesy of the Method Made Design Lab. Peace to you and yours, and we'll catch you soon.